Welcome to the Travel Stories Podcast, where we bring you immersive, inspiring, and international travel stories from travelers around the world. It's that time of week again. It's Hayden's Travel Tips. Should be a sort of theme tune or something going on there. Anyway, this is the time of week where I just get on the mic and I talk and I give some tips on travel. It really is self-explanatory, but these are not exhaustive lists. It's not everything you need to know about packing. It's, you know, five things, six things, seven things. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Today, I have five language learning tips. Now, I love learning languages. I'm capable in uh, German and Portuguese. I love them both very dearly. And I was happy to know that when I went to Indonesia, I think their language, Bahasa, is a mix between Portuguese and Dutch. So I could kind of figure out what was going on. But even when I went there, I learned a lot of the tips that I'm about to tell you to um, to kind of get involved. You know what I mean? It really gets you involved in the place that you're in. And the people love it. Anyway, I'll tell you all about that. Let's get into it. This is five learning language tips. So number one, they probably speak English, right? You're very, very lucky just by the fact that you're comprehending this sentence. You've won the language lottery and you speak English. Well, if you say brought instead of bought, uh, a whole nother and uh, could care less, then you're a little behind, but don't go worrying about that. It's all right. How many times have you studied the language of the country you're in just before heading outside, repeating the phrase you want to ask over and over in your head so you don't forget it, you know, only to get the response of, yeah, yeah, just head down the road and take a left to your masterfully pronounced line that you've remembered for half an hour in your head going over and over and over. Most people you encounter will speak English, but don't use this as your excuse. Don't be that guy. People who speak other languages, regardless of their proficiency in English, really appreciate it when when you're giving it a go, you know? Even if you ask if you can buy 7 million kilos of rice instead of just 7, which is still a little too much if you ask me, it's the polite, courteous thing to do, and it shows that you respect the way that they do things and how they live out there. You're a good guy if you do that, you know? So, number two, key phrases. This is a big one. This is where phrase books can be really, really great tools. Even though they're a little heavy, maybe you can download them nowadays. It is 2016. Come on ahead and get with it. So when I get to a new country, the first thing I learn is the number system, right? So the numbers from one to a billion. It's totally necessary in countries with a ridiculous currency. It sounds like a lot, one to a billion, right? But think about it. One to 10, right? How the teens work, how the multiples of 10 work, Hundred, thousand, million, billion. That's what, 16 things to remember, 16 words or something. And you've nailed the whole number system. You can ask how much something is and, and know what they're saying when they tell you. And after that, just think about what you're going to be doing with your time when you're in that country. If you're doing a lot of market hopping, learn the words for how much. Nah, mate, that's far too expensive. And I wasn't born yesterday, son. Come on. And likewise, if you're bungee jumping, then learn phrases like, are you sure this thing is tied on right? And like, uh, ah, why did I decide to do this? If you're in Brazil, that one's, ai, porque eu decidi fazer isso? You're welcome. 
but realistically, you can get by for 80% of life in that country with 20% of the vocabulary. Big love to Mr. Pareto on that one. So as long as you've got your everyday encounters sorted and the activity-specific vocab, who cares if your grammar sucks, man? Everyone knows what you mean. So number three, we're on body language. Have you ever been on a balcony, you know, looking down onto a situation that you just know is a breakup? You know, you can see it. You can tell. We're smart, man. And we can tell what people are saying without even hearing them. You should use this. Head onto the net, right? Watch some YouTube videos of Czech body language, Cuban body language. Find out what it's all about, you know. Stick your tongue out at someone in Tibet. Don't make too much eye contact in certain parts of Asia and Africa, pro tip. And if you're in Italy, wave your arms about to express anything at all. So number four is films. If you want a good way to stick this all together and see it in action, check out some films. Dissect what they're doing, how they're saying things, what you understand from the situation, and you'll be a lot more prepared when you're actually in that country. I'd suggest a first time with um, subtitles and then a second without. The first will get you translating in your head and understanding how they express certain things, and the second time will get you trying to get a feel for what they're saying without the use of vocab knowledge, which is a skill you'll definitely need if you're still a novice. And, well, I wouldn't try to use what you see in the films too much. Characters in films are still characters. Uh, imagine meeting a Chinese guy who used this method and, and learning English by watching only Ace Ventura. That would be awesome, but that's not the point. Number five, speaking with a native speaker. This one's massive. It's been totally invaluable to me specifically. Even if you just practice the things you'll know you'll need, like uh, all the market bartering, everything like that, speaking with a native speaker ups your game from Joey Nobody to Michael Jordan, you know, or well, you know, a high school player. Well, the guy that was picked last for the team and no one kind of wants him on the team, but he still plays a little bit of ball. But still, this <laughs> this isn't going to seamlessly transition into an advert for a certain new online system that, you know, and they give me money, I need to get my car a new alternator. That's not what's happening here. But what I would suggest is Googling The Mixer. That's with two X's, The Mixer, where you'll put in, I speak English and I want to learn or practice uh, Portuguese, let's say. So about an hour, hour later, Maria from Sao Paulo, who wants to practice English, will be in touch. Now, you can either go on Skype, which is what a lot of people do on there, which is great. you got face-to-face -face if you got video. But my personal favorite is to do it on WhatsApp or Viber or anything like that. Then all you can do is send Maria a voice message saying, Oi, você quer falar comigo? To which she'll obviously reply, Você quer falar seu português é muito ruim? And, you know, you'll be sufficiently embarrassed. That was hilarious in Portuguese, by the way. If you do these things, not only... Will you be able to say things you'll be saying every day? You'll navigate whatever activities you'll be doing and be able to know when someone wants to let you know something without telling you. But you'll also know that Maria thinks your Portuguese sucks, but also loves that you're trying and is genuinely being patient with you, which is what everyone that you encounter will do. They like it and you should like it too. And patient is exactly how you should be with yourself when doing this. It's really hard to learn another language, but it's totally worth it. Don't be that guy. 
So that was five language learning tips on Hayden's travel tips on the Travel Stories podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. You guys are awesome. And by the way, I'm not sponsored by anyone that I mentioned in the show, the Mixer or anything like that, even though that is a great resource. You guys should really check that out. And if you do know anyone that works in the Mixer, send them around. Tell them I mentioned them. Send them around with a big bag of swag with a dollar sign on it. I genuinely do need a new alternator. I really do. So we're back to normal scheduling on Friday with another travel story. This one's going to be great from my friends and yours at the Indie Travel Podcast. It's going to be awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. Let me know if I missed anything today, guys. Hit me up on Twitter at Travel Stories UK. And yeah, let me know if any of you guys are in Slovenia, Italy, San Francisco, or Brazil in August, because that's where I'll be. And I want to meet you guys. You guys are cool. So travel well, communicate, and be excellent to each other. God, there's some old school references in here, eh? Yep, cool. Have a good one, guys. Take it easy. Thank mm-hmm. you.